with Dan sitting in his office. He's very sad and depressed. Sandy is standing in the doorway. Dan feels someone is in the room and he turns his chair to face the door. Is that it? Yeah. This is probably the quickest I've ever heard. I don't want anything from you except for you to show me the door. Well, that's hurtful. Well, you weren't exactly Uncle Fluffy. Where do I sign? Right here. Where will you go? What do you care? Oh, call or whatever. No, probably never. Yeah, it's that bad. You, you don't even want to talk about anything? I don't want to talk. All you are is talk and talk. How many times did I hear, I'm sorry, honey, but I never saw any kind of change from you. It doesn't matter. You can have everything. I just took the bare essentials. All I can say is thank God we didn't have kids. Yeah. All right. Bye. Yeah. Sandy walks out as Dan goes back to his chair and sits down. The Movie Critics, a web series. Created by Matthew Garland. Inspired by Aaron Sorkin. Episode 10, You Don't Have to Love Me. changes to the next day in the office. Tina enters and sees Dan in his office already. Dan? Yeah? You okay? You're here early. Yeah. We got a big premiere coming up, and I want to make sure the online platforms go off correctly. I'm pretty sure Phil has everything together, and everything is going according to plan. Phil enters. Nothing is going according to plan. Well, that was predictable. I'm serious. What is going on? Our internet just crashed. In the computer lab? No, our entire internet. You're kidding me. Jim, Nancy, and Jen enter. Guys, check your internet connection. They all go to their computers and the internet is out. Cannot connect. Oh my god. Well, what am I going to do for the day? The internet is kind of important for our jobs. Never mind our jobs. What about the show tonight? All right! Can you fix this, Phil? Um, possibly. All right! You and I will go to the computer lab and try to get the computer and internet up and running again. You guys do your best to get your jobs done. And no one mentioned this to Diane. Diane appears behind Dan. Don't mention what? Ah! Why can I not connect to the internet? Uh, don't worry about it. Phil and I are on this, and we will fix this. I'm not sure we can. Shut up. Let's go. All right. Well, while Dumb and Dumber are trying to be Steve Jobs and Bill Gates, you guys do your best to get the information you can. If you need to connect to the Wi-Fi from the other places around us, do it. I'll be in my office. 
Diane goes towards her office and then down into the studio. Tim is there trying to get things rolling with production. What's going on? Apparently we lost our internet connection. Seriously? Yeah. Are we going to be able to do our show tonight? Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde are on it in the lab. Dan and Phil? Yep. Great. So, should we talk about the other night? What about it? It was nice. It was very nice. It was very nice. It was amazing. Yes. It was awesome. It was wonderful. It was, wasn't it? So, what did you want to talk about? The fact that it was wonderful. It was. But I don't know how I'm feeling. I thought it was amazing. It was, but I don't know what this is. What what is? Us. We were together. I still haven't forgiven you. Angry sex isn't a bad thing. Okay, be serious. You be serious. I told you how I feel, and obviously I'm not spending my nights with anyone else, so the ball is in your court. I don't know if I want the ball in my court. That's not what you said. Ha ha, yeah, what I said last night. Nice comeback. Thank you. Just let me figure this out. Sure. Okay. 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 So, do you want to come by tonight? Don't, don't do that. Just let me figure it out in my mind. Diane starts to leave. <sighs> Probably. Diane leaves and Tim continues to work and smirks. Scene changes to Max coming into the office. He goes to turn on the computer, but the internet won't connect. Great. Nancy enters. Internet not working on your computer? Yeah, what's... Dan and Phil are on it. Dan and Phil are working on it. Yeah, they are. Oh, God. Max, can I ask you something? What's going on? So, Travis is going to trial today. Yeah, I know. You do? Yeah, I had to send my video to the police and the, the court wanted to get permission for me to use it in a court. And I was like, of course. Thank you. You're welcome. I have to testify today. You should be there now. I'm heading over there now, but I wanted a favor. What? Will you go with me? I don't know. I mean, I don't want people to know I'm there. Well, we aren't officially together. We just had dinner. Yeah, but I, I just don't want people to make more than what it is. Listen, Max, I'm scared. I, I mean, I know he almost hit you, but there will be police officers there. It's not just that. What else is there? Did you read what he's being charged with? Possession? Battery and assault and sexual assault. On who? Me. What did he do? He came back to the apartment one night and he'd been drinking and drugging and he basically hit me so hard that I lost consciousness. And when I came to, he was on top of me and well, I can't say the word. Mute. I understand. 
I'm to testify against him and my background isn't too clean either. And I just am scared. Nancy, of course, I, I will come with you, but you can stand up to this guy. He's a small percentage of a man because he did that to you. You have the strength within you. You can do this. Thank you. All right, shall we? Look at me. You can do this. You think? I do. Now let's go. Nancy and Max exit and head towards the court hall. Uh, scene changes to the computer lab with Phil and Dan sitting there trying to figure this out. All right. So if I can reconfigure the network, then maybe I can readjust the connection and change the bits and the gigabytes. Yeah, I don't understand what you just said. You weren't supposed to. Do you think it's going to work? All we can do is fail. Phil, come on, we can do this. All right. Do you want me to go up on the roof and adjust the wires? You know, you could possibly fall off and die if I have you do that. That's just a plus. Dan, do you have a death wish? <laughs> you don't want to know. Sandy? Don't worry about it. We need to fix this because our jobs really need the internet to say nothing of the fact that we are moving to the online platforms soon. And we need the internet to, you know, have that happen. Yes, I understand. Did she leave you? This should work. It looks like everything is connected and plugged in, but it still says no connection. She divorced you, didn't she? Come on, if nothing else, let's fix this thing. Listen, Dan, I don't really like people, but if you ever wanted to talk about anything- We can fix this thing. Let's do it together. Yeah. Scene changes to the courtroom. Max is in the audience and Nancy is sitting next to him. The prosecution calls Ms. Nancy Till. You can do this. Nancy stands up and goes over to the witness stand. Do you swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth so help you God? I do. Please be seated. Ms. Till, do you recognize the accused? I do. What was your relationship to him? He was my boyfriend. Was? Yes, we've broken up. The jury and the court have already seen the video, but can you tell us what happened that night? Travis wanted to talk to me about coming back to the apartment he'd already kicked me out of months earlier. I told him that I wanted to go back to my own place and he was not very happy. We argued about it and then he slapped me. Were you scared the defendant was going to hurt you? Yes. Were you scared that he might injure you to the point that you might end up in a hospital? Yes. What happened months earlier? He had come back to the apartment drunk and high and he hit me so hard that I became unconscious. And then when I came to, he was on top. He was on, on top of me. Was he having intercourse with you without your consent? Yes. Okay, thank you for being brave and telling your story. The defense is going to ask you some questions now. The defense attorney gets up. Yes, you are a very brave woman to accuse my client of something you can't even prove. Wait a minute. Why didn't you go to the police? He told me that he would hurt me if I did. So this went unreported? Yes. So we only have your word for it. 
no evidence so he allegedly had intercourse with you without your consent. You know, I shouldn't have to. And now this other situation that we've already seen. Isn't it true you paid your boss to take the film for you? That's not true. Isn't it true you set my client up and blackmailed him for your own benefit? No, wait a minute. Isn't it true you don't have a rosy past either and have dabbled in drugs and alcohol yourself? You know that shouldn't be taken into account. Oh, but my client's behavior is on trial. Objection. Argumentative. Your client is on trial because he hit me. He's on trial for assault and battery, and you know why? Because he committed assault and battery on me and my face. He has treated me like trash, and I will finally say it. He raped me. Everything else is just smoke room filled crap. He is on trial because he has no right to do what he did to me, which was belittle me and treat me as less than a person. I am a person, I am not a punching bag. He raped me and he should be held accountable for his actions. And if he's let off the hook, then you are saying that no one, and especially him, are accountable for their actions. You're basically saying that I don't have a voice to speak out against men like this. I work with a group of people, which includes men who can truly call themselves men and make me feel whole and necessary. Your client made me feel like I don't deserve happiness in this world. And isn't that what this country is for? The pursuit of happiness? You want to defend your client? Fine. But don't you dare stand there and say words like allegedly or presumption, because then you are making my accusations, which are not accusations, they are the truth, mean less than they should. I'm done with this, and I don't give a damn what you think of me and my past. That's my past, and no one has the right to take choice or the ability to say no away from me. The courtroom erupts in cheers as Nancy looks proud and Max <clears throat> The courtroom erupts in cheers as Nancy looks proud and Max stands up and gives her a standing ovation. Scene change uh, scene changes back to the computer lab. Dan is still sitting with Phil trying to figure out the computer stuff. It keeps saying it's not connected. Yes, I am aware. But it should be connected. Again, I am aware. This thing has to work. Tell me something I don't know. This connection has to be fixed because then everything goes down the drain. We are then stuck with not competing with Malcolm and then we lose and we lose everything we built up to this point. And then we have nothing to show for it. We lose her. You mean it, right? What? You said we lose her, but you meant we lose it, right? Right. Dan. Then you would understand, you would understood better what this was leading up to. And then maybe you could have explained it to me because I have no fucking idea how I got here. Dan. I am aware of all that. I know I'm coming into this show in the second act and I didn't get all the needless exposition of how the characters know each other and how they met, yada, yada, yada. But I wasn't going to comment on all of that. You weren't? No. I was going to give you the name of my therapist. She's good and she helped me when I got divorced. I didn't know you were divorced. Yeah, because I have a thing called personal and professional lines of demarcation. 
but a therapist? Really? Look, I know you don't believe in all the whole going to therapy thing, but, but it helped me. And maybe it will help you. Thank you. You're welcome. But we haven't figured out this thing yet. And you did check all the plugs are plugged in. Of course I did. Wait. Wait, wait what? Uh, there was a surge protector not turned on. What's plugged into it? The modem. How did you survive into adulthood? Yeah, yeah, I know. Internet's back up. <laughs> I'll tell everyone. Thank you, Phil. Thank you for... I don't know what you do. <laughs> okay. Dan walks back up to the bullpen. Internet is back! Hey! You guys did it! It was a long, hard-fought battle between a superior machine and two superior geniuses, but the ultimate successor prevailed! Something wasn't plugged in, was it? No. Finish your copy, story meeting at five. Everyone goes back to their job. Diane goes into her office and Tim walks in. Looks like everything is back up and running. Thank God. Anyway, here are the camera angles for the night. I think I want to switch camera two and four because we keep having a burst on one of them. Do you still love me? What? Do you still love me? I never stopped. Okay. I still haven't forgiven you. I know. Anyway. Yes, change the cameras and I'll get you the gels you need for the lights. I'll take a look at the mics too. One of them kept going out. Tim starts to leave. Still haven't forgiven you. Yes, I know. And I know you don't know what's going on, and that's okay. You don't have to love me. Just let me be your man every couple of nights. Was that a song lyric? Yeah. You are getting poetic in your older age. Yeah. Should I come over tonight? If you want to. Okay. All right, finish your copy. Story meeting at five. Everyone goes back to their job. Diane goes into her office and Tim walks in. Well, looks like everything is back up and running. Thank God. Anyway, here are the camera angles for the night. I think I want to switch camera two and four because we keep having a burst on one of them. Do you still love me? What? Do you still love me? I never stopped. Okay. I still haven't forgiven you. I know. Anyway. Yes. Change the cameras and I'll get you the gels you need for the lights. I'll take a look at the mics too. One of them kept going out. Tim starts to leave. I still haven't forgiven you. Yes. I know. And I know you don't know what's going on, and that's okay. You don't have to love me. Just 
Let me be your man every couple of nights. Was that a song lyric? Yeah. You're getting poetic in your older age. Yeah. Should I come over tonight? If you want to. Okay. Scene changes to Max and Nancy coming back as Nancy is walking taller and Max is looking on very proudly. Max goes into his office, but before sitting down, he looks at her as she is so confident and sure of herself. How'd it go? He got 20 years in prison, no parole. <gasps> Way to go, girl! So your testimony went well. Apparently it was the nail in the coffin. I'm happy for you. I really am. Max looks at Nancy and she smiles and looks back at him, mouthing, thank you. Max nods his head. The Movie Critics, a web series. Created by Matthew Garland. Inspired by Aaron Sorkin. Episode 10, You Don't Have to Love Me. Written by Matthew Garland. Directed by Amanda Hurley. Executive produced by Matthew Garland, Amanda Hurley, and Megan Garland. Starring Andrew Quinney as Daniel Bloom. Patrick McCormick as Max Stern. Rachel Barros as Diane Hope. Anne-Marie King as Tina News. Amelia Smith as Jennifer Reel. Emma Kennedy as Nancy Till, Matthew Garland as Jim Henry, Chris Rose as Tim Hope, and John Workman as Sam Spencer. Guest starring Keegan Hannon as Malcolm Quinn, Mindy Pierce as Kathy Kearns, James Caffarella as Phil Dockett, Victoria Isotti as Sandy Bloom, Damien LeCount as Bailiff, Jennifer Onello as Prosecutor, Lauren Dumont as defense attorney.